This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. Sit yourself down, strap yourself in, as you're going to be listening to Armitage on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show, where over the course of the next hour, you'll be exposed to music that you should hear on the radio, but don't. was a decent studio version of Dangerous by the Sonics Rendezvous band I would have played it but there isn't well not that I'm aware of so instead we got the next best thing in the shape and form of the Hydromatics and their take on it the single version of course even though Uncle Armitage here currently hold up in a hotel in Greenwich courtesy of my company Verbs Christmas do and all that obviously today's show has been pre-recorded as I hopefully will be tanked up on free food and free alcohol.
unsurprisingly enough, that was gangrene and alcohol. Right, on to brand spanking new music. And last Friday, you were able to pre-order three EPs from the professionals that are due to be released next year. The first, Kingdom Come, the live version of which I played on episode 706, is released on the 10th of January. The second is A Curl Up and Cry, that comes out on the 14th of February, with the final EP, 2020 Vision, hitting the real and virtual record shops on the 13th of March. As well as purchasing all three individually on vinyl and CD, there are some interesting bundles that will appeal to the collectors amongst us, including a T-shirt and a signed silk screen poster i said when i heard kingdom come live down in brian that it was an earworm of a tune and it still is Professionals will be out on the road next year. Special guests to Stiff Little Fingers. To celebrate their signing to Bread and Butter Records, Melbourne's The Cherry Dolls have released a brand new single called State of Mind. The band Mind Riffs, reminiscent of the Stooges, coupled with the swagger of the Rolling Stones. You can tell I'm reading this, can't you? State of Mind is a sort of love letter to yourself. It's encouraging yourself that you are worth it to remembering back to the times where you felt invincible, uh, but somewhere along the line you thought you'd lost it. But you never did. You had it all along. I got 
given in to my unconscious decisions and I'm still getting these visions where I don't have to feel bad for the things that I do. But I feel bad for the things that I do. This weekend marks the second week of my five-mile-a-day cycle regime. On an exercise bike, I hasten to add, not on the pothole streets of London. Uh, to accompany me on my half-hour jaunt so far, I've had Motorhead, works like a dream. Metallica's uh, Master Puppets, nah, didn't, yeah, not so good. Uh, Faith No More, The Real Thing, right-ish. Discharge, absolutely. All right, maybe not Massacre Divine or Shooting Up The World, but everything else, classic and present, bang on. Funnily enough, it amazes me how stuff off here, nothing, say nothing, uh, is still relevant today. This half hour also allows me to listen undistracted, apart from watching Elizabeth Rizzini with the sound down, to anything new that might have come my way. One such band was Glue. That's G-L-O-O, who hail from Littlehampton down on the West Sussex coast. The band's debut album is called A Pathetic Youth and consists of ten pop punk songs none of which are fillers well maybe pisshead but i reckon that's the song that they finished their set off with uh, as with the album unfortunately their next closest gig to me is next friday that's the 13th of december future streaming and downloading non-rock radio uk listeners down in tunbridge wells at the forum basement aka the sussex arms because i will be at the new cross inn seeing mod from a pathetic youth this is Hit it. Nothing you can say is gonna change my mind. Won't get far without your lies. Nothing you can say is gonna change my mind. Well, I'm done. Never not a ball like you before. Different nothing place, you're such a chore. Every time like it, you can find the door. Well, I'm done.
changed my mind Won't get far without your lies Nothing you can say is gonna change my mind Well I'm done this week's covers corner with three tracks for you to mull over considering their merits against the original first up it's robbie williams oh stop laughing at the back i like him well when mrs a and i were over in new york uh 20 years pretty much to the day uh i purchased a us only album of the ego has landed that picked the best tracks from his first two uk albums anyway enough of the history and uh, a couple of weeks ago the christmas presents album arrived from the robster uh, as the title suggests it's an album of christmas tunes all covers i believe track two is his take on slade's merry christmas everyone which i'm going to play for you now to be honest i've not heard it or any of the other songs on the album well yeah <laughs> Your stockings on the wall is the time that every center has a ball. Does he ride? All right, I'll take it back. I wasn't expecting it to be like that. I was hoping it was going to be much more rocking, which clearly it isn't. Hence, yeah, I cut it short. Uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, making amends this uh, is uh, motherfucking motherfuckers and rock and roll motherfucker that was originally done by the D4. You motherfuckers. Oh my God. wasn't it uh as i'm sure you're well aware that track can be found on the new motherfucking motherfuckers four track ep trillion dollar man uh long time listeners will know of my love for the beatles therefore cheap trick loom large in my record collection uh one of the greatest what ifs is what if cheap trick had been allowed to play on john lennon's double fantasy album they're all lined up for it 
even making it into the studio, but at the 11th hour, Yoko Ono decided against them. Uh, one track, I'm Losing You, featuring Rick Nielsen and Bun E. Carlos, that was recorded on the 12th of August 1980, did find its way onto Lennon's anthology album, a bit without one of Nielsen's guitar overdubs. Cheap Trick themselves recorded it with Steve Albini, that I don't think has been officially released. Last Friday, though, uh, Cheap Trick did release a Lennon track in the shape and form of Give Me Some Truth that sounds remarkably like this. Fucking Robbie Williams. Lurching from one segmentation to another. And... Compare and contrast. Now, this is a real light-hearted affair. Courtesy from a post from Tom Richardson, shared on the All Things Wild Hearts. Open brackets, long live the Renaissance, close brackets, Facebook page, saying how the Wild Hearts, nothing ever changes but the shoes, bore a striking resemblance to the outro music to the Young Ones BBC TV comedy show. doesn't it? Anyway, in one of the comments, Polyfluid of The Idle Dead, more of them later, claimed that the Backyard Babies Heaven 2.9 and Channel 4's The Big Breakfast theme music were cut from the same cloth. Let's find out. (laughs) 
to Armitage on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show, whatever that is, but you'd be nuts to listen to anything else, I tell you. Certainly has the same flavour. I used to love the Big Breakfast. Zig and Zag ruled. I have somewhere their autographs. Probably the only thing I'm grateful that Simon Cowell brought to my attention. Right, on to this week's live shenanigans that consisted of ten bands all under one roof, all on one day, all for the princely sum of 20 quid. Yeah, that's right, Croydon Rocks 2019. This was the uh, third year that Richie Hudson, he of the fiascos and head honcho of the Time Bomb Tattoo and Piercing Studio, along with his much better half, Hannah, have put on this event. And it's also the uh, third venue, and most awesome, as in the recreation that is part of the revamped Fairfield Halls Complex. The recreation, uh, I'm talking to a few people, I believe, holds 750. And uh, he's totally crying out, as it is so suitable for rock bands to play there. Frank Turner in March is there if you are interested. Uh, back when I was a kid, over the road from the Fairfield Halls, uh, now shrouded in scaffolding and a tarpaulin, is the Greyhound that uh, played host to the likes of uh, the Ramones. Uh, Motorhead's seventh ever gig was there, Thin Lizzy, uh, The Buzzcocks, Black Flag, Generation X, and of course The Damned. Fairfield Halls itself had uh, Deep Purple, ELO, The Beatles, The Stones and Pink Floyd. These days, uh, Croydon could be viewed by outsiders as musically barren, uh, something Croydon rocks is dispelling. The first thing that grabs me as I enter, as I say, was the size. Imagine the uh, downstairs footprint of the Islington Academy with the bar at the back, and that's how it seems. Uh, the second thing that got me was how great all the band sounded. It was absolutely spot on. Apparently... Uh, the on-stage sound wasn't so great, but uh, with a strict 15-minute changeover, that, you know, that was understandable. First band on was Bexatron, uh, who were new to me, although I recognised drummer Bellstar from the Camden glam rock scene. On their Facebook page, we are told, Think Pistols, Stone, Slade, Duran, Blondie, 
all in a melting pot, all played thunderously loud and high octane pop punk with a glam coat. And on the strength of their album Hey You, I think the nail has been truly knocked on the head. Live, the band were ideal in kicking things off, playing as if they were headlining and making sure everyone was getting into it and them. Betstron ended their 30-minute set with a cover of The Sweets' Boring Blitz. Everybody was frightening and the music was soothing and they all started grooving. What a way to start Croydon Rocks 2019. From Hey You, this is New York Dolls. Next were the Soho Dukes, who were also on the bill last year. A mixture of uh, Choir Boys, Northgate Dreamers and Victoria-era Scallywags. The band are described on their official bio as protagonists, as bother boys, fops and dandies. Your elegantly wasted weekend millionaires. Soho Dukes are rattling teeth and rolling bones. <laughs> Back. 
That was Exit Ted, one of the three tracks from the Three Sheets of the Wind EP that you can download totally for free from the Soho Jukes website. On to Polly Fluid and The Idle Dead. Um, this is the third time Polly has played Croydon Rocks. Year one, it was with, you know, aforementioned Idle Dead. Last year, year two, it was with his other band, The Spangles. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen the Idle Dead last live. Uh, a year, in fact. Uh, back when they played in New Cross Inn in August. Uh, I have, you know, shamefully forgotten how good they actually are. Um, they may have had a substitute bass player as Dan for a variety of reasons couldn't make it, but it seemed like the stage had been converted into a giant trampoline with band members bouncing up and down like a hyperactive you know, kids on a bouncy castle. I did think that you know, I just would not envy anyone who was following on afterwards. <laughs>
on task fell to Rich Raggedy and the digression. So I bumped into Rich. Uh, he was getting into the venue whilst I was having a conversation break during the end of At The Sun and the beginning of Trident Water sets. And he didn't seem to be his affluent bubbly self. And on stage, the band seemed to be playing on some unseen channeled anger. Gaff was giving Johnny Ramon Destes as if he was auditioning for the part in some Netflix biopic. Uh, the only three that seemed to be relaxed were keyboardist Andy, backup guitarist and backing vocalist Kit, along with stand-in bassist Nick Hughes. It's hard to tell if a drummer is relaxed unless they're sleeping. All this combined gave the Idle Dead a run for their money in the best band of the day, Stakes. Both are different, but both excelled in their individual set department. I mentioned to Rich afterwards... Uh, that he seemed to be a bit pissed off and he said that he was just tired. A few days later, with a video clip on Facebook to the cover of Johnny Thunder's King of the Gypsies that they did, Rich said that he'd been suffering from anxiety on Saturday. Just to prove how extra incendiary they really were, here's the live version of Little Let Down. <laughs> seem to be a best kept secret three times i've seen them all at croydon rocks and the band packed some serious musical punches they're like all the best bits of thrash grunge and stoner 
all in one band. How are they are not headlining medium-sized venues up and down the country or supporting major bands around European arenas is beyond me. Here's the demo version of Going Nowhere. <laughs> Play my boat. Their Rage Against the Machine take on things didn't do it for me. Fair play to them though, as it looked like I was in the minority. A band that really did do it for me was all the way from Scandinavia, The Cruel Intentions. Straight off their delayed flight onto stage, apologising for the lack of merch as it was still packed away in their suitcases. This is how sleaze, modern glam should be done. It really was a case of wham, bam, thank you, Croydon, with all of us venturing out afterwards for that post-ejaculation cigarette Kleenex in hand.
work for new roses. Unfortunately, not the damned under an alias Burt band from Germany. Up until this point, changeovers between the bands was quick, easy and seemingly trouble-free. This all ended with the New Roses, who started eating into their hour slot by at least 15 minutes by trying to get that perfect on-stage sound, with cries of, get on with it, coming from the dwindling audience. What everyone failed to notice was just off-stage, drummer Urban's hi-hat was fucked, with multiple people trying and initially failing to get it fixed. Obviously, the band took this time and opportunity to make sure their sound on and off-stage was perfect, so they could deliver a great show. Sadly, after being on my feet for 10 hours straight after two songs, I fucked off home. Next year, Mr Hudson, sir, please, can we have some comfortable chairs? Until next week, take it easy.